This is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Lucia. And I'm Caitlin. And this is our 203rd episode of Talk Direction. It is Christmas week when this comes out. We are recording this in advance. Merry Christmas. Yeah, I hope you're all having a lovely holiday, not feeling too stressed. I know it can be a very stressful time of year. But whether you celebrate Christmas or another holiday, it is, or it was the first day of winter and the winter solstice a few days ago, which in the Northern Hemisphere where we are is the shortest day of the year and the longest night. Oh. Yeah. For people in the Southern Hemisphere, it's the longest day. It's summer, first day of summer in Australia. (laughs) So happy solstice wherever you are. We are... Still a couple weeks away, actually, from the solstice because we're recording it's in the advance. Seventh. Yep, <laughs> it's all a lie. <laughs> Seven swans are swimming today. Oh yeah, there you go. But we wanted to do uh, we wanted to do a special episode for Christmas. We got a Christmas song from one of the boys uh, this year, which is um, Harry. Yay! <laughs> Adore you, Christ- a new Christmas classic. <laughs> I mean, there's still a chance we'll get a Christmas song on his album. Yeah, we don't know. And all the reviewers have just been keeping it secret. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Liam. He has a song called All I Want for Christmas that he actually put out on Halloween. <laughs> but we're going to discuss it today. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about some other Christmas music. And yeah. Uh, before we get to that, we have a Patreon so you can check that out at patreon.com slash talk direction where we do talk direction down low um, which is an extra 30 minute episode that we record at the end of every main episode and uh, this week we're going to be doing our christmas fanfic book club episode where we read a fic together and talk about it and we're doing a christmas themed one this week um, on last week's TDDL, we did some kind of Christmas games and would you rathers and um, just fun stuff. So if you want more um, Christmas content, you can head on over to patreon.com slash talk direction. So all I want for Christmas is a song that Liam put out on October 25th, Halloween, which was very shocking at the time. Um, It was written by Liam Payne, Phil Cook, James Newman, and Samuel Preston, Um, and it was produced by Phil Cook, and I was looking up these guys really briefly, and interestingly, um, Phil Cook is a blues singer and multi-instrumentalist who was um, a member of the folk band Megaphon, as well as Justin Vernon's band, um, De Yarmond Edison, which was the band that he had before um, Bonnie Vare. Justin Vernon's like the main guy in Bonnie Vare. Um, so Why I just do thought... I think it's Bon Iver? 
That's just how I've said it in my head. I know. I used to say Bon Iver too, and then I found out that it was Bonnie Bon Iver. Oh. Um, but I just thought that was a really interesting um, mm-hmm. person to to write with Liam. <laughs> yeah. Very different. Um, so yeah, we got the song on Halloween. Caitlin, you like Christmas music, right? You you start listening I to it pretty early. I love it. I had already been listening to Christmas music by the time we got this. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> this year I discovered Casey Musgraves' Christmas album right. and had been listening to that like weeks on end. It's probably gonna end up in my like most listened to songs of the year because I listen so much. Uh-huh. Um I classic, I always listen to Michael Bublé. Yes. Yeah, I really like Christmas music, mm-hmm. and I don't care if I'm starting in October. It's just fun. <laughs> um, Casey did that Christmas show, right? Did Shardy do that? Yeah, it came out on Amazon Prime. It was and really fun. Was there songs on it, that like new songs? There was one new song with Troye Sivan, and then like new versions of her other songs. So there's Got like it. do it's like the songs she already had on her actual album, plus like classic Christmas songs, mm-hmm. but like. One's a duet with James Corden, and that's like it got funny sketches throughout. One's a duet with um, <clears throat> Camila Cabello, like so. It's like a new take on her album. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch that, but I haven't yet. Yeah, it was good. So, do you prefer Christmas songs that are more happy? Do you like sad Christmas songs? Um, I like both. Mm-hmm. Probably like prefer more upbeat ones but Mm -hmm. like there's like the classic i'll be home for christmas which is really sad yeah um and i do like that i know casey did a version of some sad christmas song it might have been that one really um and it was so pretty she did it like so slow and like stripped down Mm. i really liked it um so i guess it depends but like i do love like my favorite off of casey's album was like the I want a hippopotamus for Christmas songs. Uh-huh. So a very different <laughs> upbeat vibe than some of the sadder Christmas ones. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like... Oh, and, oh wait. And then oh. there's that one, the horrible one about, like, the shoes for the dying mom. I hate that one. That's what? the stupidest song ever. Is that a Casey Musgraves or just a No, general? that's a Christmas song. That's oh. just a general one where it's, What's like, it this called? little boy... It's called Christmas Shoes, and oh. it's, like, this boy who's trying to get enough money to buy his mom some Christmas shoes before she dies. Oh, uh, yeah. And he's all, like, she's going to see Jesus tonight oh. or whatever. It's just really horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's a Christmas song. I can't I say like. I've ever heard that. Yeah, you might recognize it. Maybe, yeah. They played on the radio. Okay. Yeah, I do really like Christmas music. Um, when I was growing up, we used to listen to Stevie Wonder's Christmas album, um, which is actually very, a lot of it's very sad. Um, some of the songs, like, I can't actually listen to anymore. There's two of them, Bedtime Mm -hmm. for Toys and One Little Christmas Tree. I have a really hard time listening to it all because... I remember us talking about that. Yeah. Like, you writing in. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. They're really intense. I mean, they're really great songs, but... I think that's probably, yeah. like, my all-time favorite Christmas album. There's also, like, a lot of cute songs. And, I mean, even the sad songs are really cute, too. Um, mm-hmm. But I definitely like sad Christmas music a lot. Um, but I like a mix. And I like the, the songs when they're kind of sad but also a little bit hopeful. 
like mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder's songs kind of have that like they can be very sad but they're also like a little bit hopeful um, yeah as opposed to songs that are just like straight up sad like um Joni Mitchell's River right as an example <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so I did I do have a couple of songs that I thought I would mention that kind of um reminded me of Liam's Christmas song because mm-hmm. um Liam's song is is about kind of a um recently seeming seemingly recent recently ended relationship um or a relationship that's like in turmoil and kind of wishing mm-hmm. and hoping that they are going to like figure it out and be able to like stay together mm-hmm. um and it definitely has that like sad with like a tiny bit of hope quality to it i find <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> yeah so the first song i thought of was um well, Someday at Christmas is one of the Stevie Wonder's Stevie Wonder songs um, from 1967. This one is more, like, broadly sad. <laughs> it's not, like, about a specific relationship. Um, but I feel like it's a pretty classic, um, like, sad Christmas song. And some of the lyrics are, Someday at Christmas we'll see a land with no hungry children, no empty hand. One happy morning people will share a world where people care. Someday all our dreams will come to be, someday in a world where men are free. Maybe not in time for you and me, but someday at Christmas time. Oh. I know. <laughs> Sad. Yeah. Um, and then I also had I'll Be Home for Christmas, which was originally recorded by Bing Crosby in 1943, is the song that Caitlin mentioned earlier. Um, and it was written from the perspective of a soldier serving overseas during World War II. And the chorus of it is, Christmas Eve will find you where the love light gleams. I'll be home for Christmas, if only in my dreams. Um, so I feel like those two are kind of more kind of broadly sad songs. Like they're not necessarily about specific yeah. relationships. Um, and then a couple more I thought of were um, Last Christmas by Wham, which is from 1984. I feel like this is more of a kind of silly one. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you all know it, but it's the one where the chorus is, last Christmas I gave last you my heart. Christmas oh yeah, you want to sing for us? <laughs> <laughs> but the very next day you gave it away. Next year to save me from tears. I'll give it to someone special. Special. Yes. Beautiful. Yay. Beautiful rendition. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I'm extra stuffed up today, guys. <laughs> I'm a little worried that I'm actively getting sick while we record this because I'm, like, coughing more and more. Um, as time oh, no. Goes You're also talking <laughs> a lot, so that might be it. <clears throat> Maybe I'm passing Maybe. you my sickness through the interwebs. Maybe. I don't know. I'm like I only mouth sick- breathing right now because my nose is so blocked <laughs> oh, no. and I can't like blow it while we're recording. So, <laughs> yeah, I did have a lot of sick people around over Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, so a couple more songs I thought of. Obviously, River by Joni Mitchell from 1971 is a classic. Um, some of the lyrics to that are. I'm so hard to handle, I'm selfish, and I'm sad. Now I've gone and lost the best baby that I ever had. I wish I had a river I could skate away on. I wish I had a river so long. I would teach my feet to fly. Um, 
I made my baby say goodbye. So oh. the song is obviously more specifically about a relationship, uh, like a romantic relationship. Um, and when this song came out, it was like on her album Blue. It wasn't that popular, but it's one that's like become popular over the years. And I feel like yeah. it's probably her most like covered song to date. Really? I think I a lot of people have done this one. Yeah. I love it. It's very pretty. It's very Most recently, pretty. I saw on the, what is it called? The Candidate or something like that. It's that show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. The new one. Um, they covered it there. Oh, really? Yeah, because there was a character named River. Oh. <clears throat> um, and then, do you know this song, Winter Song, by Ingrid Michaelson and Sarah Borelius? I think you told me about this. One, and I watched it before because I definitely saw this music video. (laughs) I'm really obsessed with this song. It's so cute. Um, And the music video that goes along with it is also so cute and reminded me so much of, or when I saw Liam's lyric video for for his song, it reminded me so much of this one because it's like a little cartoon. So similar. Um, But this is, and this song, I think this is the song that most, um, that I Liam's song most reminded me of because also sounds very similar like I think it has a similar kind of piano melody and stuff mm-hmm. um but yeah some of the lyrics from this one are um this is my winter song December never felt so wrong because you're not where you belong inside my arms I still believe in summer days the seasons always change and life will find a way I'll be your harvester of light and send it out tonight so we can start again. And the song ends with them just repeating, is love alive? Over and over and over again. And it goes into like such a pretty, pretty like harmony situation. Um, but the lyric video is just so cute. It's like these two girls in this house in the snow and they like go on all these little adventures and collect these little seeds and try and plant them. But the plants are all dying because it's winter. <laughs> And they keep, like, planting new ones, and then they, like, look all hopeful at it, and then it dies, and, like, they get so sad. Um, And then it ends where, like, the sun starts to come out, and, like, all these, like, heart flowers grow. Um, And then I guess it's, like, spring again. Um, Yay. But I just felt like that was very similar to to Liam's song. Yeah, definitely, especially because the cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon is, like along the same lines I love the idea of doing like a cartoon like animated video for a song yeah and then also having the actual one mm-hmm. you get like double yeah especially Although, for a song like this I'm not sure Liam's was I don't remember what Liam's was pretty basic mm-hmm. yeah I feel like the actual music video is very simple yeah um, it was just at a piano mm-hmm yeah but but oh my god it's getting cross with the music video for that song you did with that group did you see that music video for who for liam (laughs) the other one oh um the one with cheat codes yes i haven't actually watched that yet oh save it for a rainy day lucia okay Just like him walking around on a on a beach in pants and no shirt, uh-huh. <laughs> like staring moodily out with no shirt on. Wait, 
is he the protagonist <laughs> from Louis's series of music videos? Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, there's crossover, world building right here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, the last song reference I have is a song by Brandy Carlisle that she put out in 2011 called Christmas 1984. There's actually not, there's one studio recording of this that's like pretty much impossible to find. Um, she never put this on an album or anything, but she played it live on like the tour she was on in 2011 and I got to hear it and I like love it so much and I don't know why it never made an album <laughs> because it's like a pretty good song. But um, it didn't for some reason. Have you heard this song before? Um, I probably have listened when you told me to, but I don't remember. Yeah. Um, she does like a little speech at the beginning when she used to play it. And she said, everybody's trying to hang on to something around Christmas. Tradition, memories, religion, family members, loved ones, relationships, the youth of their children, all these different things. There's a lot of tension around the holidays. And I just don't think we have enough honest Christmas songs about what a struggle that is for everybody. Um, and she wrote this song kind of more about like materialism. Um, mm-hmm. But I just think it's like so beautiful and it's like a perfect yeah. sad Christmas song. Um, the The ending of it, the lyrics are, um, it kind of starts out her talking about when she was young and like happy Christmas things. Um and then the last lyrics are, I found myself alone in the winter cold, and my life is filled with things I do not need. But the only thing I want before I'm old won't fit under my Christmas tree. Um, so, yeah. Those are, like, kind of some of my favorite, like, sad Christmas songs that yeah. reminded me of um, of this one. Do you feel like you have favorite Christmas songs, like, specific ones that you like look forward to listening to every year um probably not so much these sad ones mm-hmm. um because i probably get too sad <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'll start thinking about like people dying and i know life ending and getting yeah. older uh-huh. um like casey musgraves has a one one that's a sad christmas song and she talks about how she gets sad around Christmas and all these like sad things. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it, but it's sad. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think it's just it's it gives me good feelings to listen to Christmas music that like I've always listened to with my family, mm-hmm. like Bing Crosby, and then um, like listening to the Michael Bublé album, which we've listened to for years now. Yeah. And like just putting it all on over the sound system we have in our house, which we like <laughs> got years and years ago. And it's like really old and doesn't really work that well. But like, and we only use it for Christmas music mostly. Really? Um, yeah. And like, cause it is a CD player thing. So like we have like the CDs of some of these old Christmas songs mm. and we know, like, know where they are in the little cd spinner thing yeah um so like those are always good feelings and i think now i'll be really excited to listen to the casey musgraves one again next year Mm -hmm. um that'll be exciting Mm -hmm. i think it's just a good time of year and good music and yeah a lot of like nostalgia and family feelings i guess wrapped up in it Mm -hmm. and like also singing christmas songs is fun mm-hmm. and like in my family usually when we decorate the christmas tree at the end of it we'll like all sing a couple christmas songs together and like look at the tree really, and that's really special 
yeah that's cute what songs do you and sing no together? doubt like at least two or three of us will be in a big fight but like oh. we'll just like <laughs> still all sing together <laughs> and i'm really entangled up in those fights because i get very <laughs> stubborn <laughs> what songs do you usually sing do you have like go-tos um, yeah we sing um oh christmas tree mm-hmm. usually we do the first noel um silent night the 12 days of christmas is usually the last or yeah the 12 days of christmas is the last one we do mm-hmm. um and we always do the um good king wenceslas and no one knows the lyrics the, except my what? mom good king wenceslas i don't know that it's like this long song um it's an honest i think it's more like a caroling song not like a song you'd hear on radio mm. um but um no one knows the lyrics except for my mom so we just all kind of like mumble our own made up stuff yeah (laughs) and that's always a good time yeah wow well it's very cute Mm -hmm. um i'm going back home for christmas this year because i've moved to portland in the summer and i'll be going back to going to san francisco to see my family for christmas so it's gonna be like a total a total mystery and a totally total surprise what Christmas yeah. this year will be like. But I'm really trying to like embrace making new memories and just like living in the present moment and just accepting what is right yeah. now. Cause I definitely like to hold on to the past and I have like traditions and things that usually happen and like I can mm-hmm. hold on really tight to those things and be like, this yes. is what I do right now. And then it doesn't happen because I have a different life now and time passes and people change and then I get really sad. So I'm trying to work on like letting things be as they are. Yeah, it is so difficult. It really is. I'm always like, Caitlin, you're an adult now. You have to be able to Mm -hmm. like deal with it. It's hard though. No. (laughs) It's hard. My mom's like, once we have kids in the family, it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, once one of you guys has a baby, it'll be different. You'll see. It's true. <laughs> but there's no babies yet, so. Are you, st- are you the baby I get to be a big baby. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, do you remember when you first listened to All I Want for Christmas? Um... I can't say I do. <laughs> I don't remember. I know it was like uh, over a month ago now at this point. It was, yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah. I don't know when I listened to it. Yeah. I don't. Is it, what, have you listened to it since much? Um, I listened to it today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a couple times. Let's mm-hmm. see. I can check on my actually it'll say i've listened to it more than because i like actually no i don't know hold on let me look how many times i've listened to it total okay <laughs> um um it doesn't say why does it not say mm. usually this thing tells me how many times i've listened oh yeah <clears throat> oh and on itunes mm. maybe it needs to be playing no it's like this app that i got that like tells you how many times you've listened to the song that you're listen to, listening to currently. Oh, that's cool. Oh, it's playing out loud. I thought I'd turn my volume down. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it doesn't tell me. That's weird. But probably 
four, three, four times. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've listened to this song a lot. I really enjoy it. Um, Good. Yeah. I have a um, <clears throat> quote from one of our listeners, Stephanie, that I'm going to read. We were chatting over on Patreon today um, about Liam and this song in particular, and she had this to say. Uh, well, off the top of my head, read Liam's Christmas song. I've literally just come home and sat down in the kitchen with my shoes still on. <laughs> um, I think Liam should absolutely do the type of music he wants to, but it definitely feels like he's not really doing that or even necessarily knows what it is. I can't tell whether all I want for Christmas is the type of music he wants to do, but I think with regard to musical style, it's one of the options that he should be doing. She put should in quotes. His voice is his greatest asset, I think especially since he seems so lost when it comes to his songwriting, and his voice shines on this song. I also really love that somewhat Game of Thrones-esque lyrics video. It's cute, and the official music video is also nice. I like how simple it is. I love the scenes with the girl in the woods, and I never love the scenes with the girl. (laughs) Slightly unsettled by the huge amounts of eye contact with the camera in the rest of the video. Reminds me of Night Changes. So much eye contact. Love the scenes where he's showing off that he's playing the piano. I feel like that song is relatable, and whether he wrote on it or not, or was involved in the process or not, it seems like it actually came from Liam and connects in some ways to his life. Mm. It's a song that doesn't seem to have been written for radio play, or not in the same way as his other songs. It's a Christmas song. Christmas songs are radio-friendly, or huge arenas. And it's a single that is not a collab, which seems significant. Um, but I'm probably also projecting slash reading into things quite a bit here. But it's a really nice song. <laughs> so thank you for that, Stephanie. I agree. It's a lot of what you said. Um, yeah. I feel like of the songs we've heard from Liam, this definitely, like, when I, when I listen to this, I, can, I feel like I can kind of feel him through it. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas some of the other songs, I think, definitely sound more like club songs or, like, songs written, like, for radio. Um, this one seems like it's a little bit more heartfelt and maybe a little more personal and I can definitely feel his like emotion when I listen to him sing it. Yeah, I think his vocals are much stronger on this. Mm-hmm. Like he's actually emoting with his vocals and it's not covered up by production. Mm-hmm. Like you can hear like a, like a rawness in it and then there's like beautiful yeah. like high notes that he does. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's just on a different level. Yeah. The vocal performance is really, is really nice um, on this one. For whatever reason, um, I think he, like, yeah, he, he definitely seemed to, like, put himself into this song. Yeah. Um, we got two videos for it. We first got a lyric video that was an animated video. Um, and then we got, like, an actual music video. But um, have you watched the lyric video, the animated one? Yes, I watched both music videos. Nice. What did you on think? On top of things here. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the lyric video? Um, I thought it was really cute. I watched it a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that the girl has pink hair. Mm-hmm. She's spunky. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- yeah, it was very Game of Thrones esque, like Stephanie said, with like the the dog wolf situation, mm-hmm. and it's all snowy and. Mm-hmm winter is coming and then there's the cool girl i like the style of animation it reminded me of anime yes totally Um, the way it was like drawn um and like just sort of like comics book style too a bit yeah um 
Yeah, so that's cool. I thought it was cute. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it was sad and then Very sad. cute again. And then sad again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I love this lyric video so much. I I just thought it was like so cute and sad. Um, it opens with like Liam in this like winter landscape, and he's got this like giant wolf next to him. I haven't watched Game of Thrones, but I'm assuming there's giant wolves in it. Yeah, there's like okay. a wolf that looks exactly like this. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's this giant white wolf, and Liam, little animated Liam, has this like big like billowing green like cape like coat on that I love um and he's just like wandering through the wilderness with this giant wolf and then they like kind of come upon this clearing and then it flashes back to him with this girl who has pink hair um and it kind of goes back and forth between them like being in love and like fighting and then there's this scene where they're sitting on a log with um this like fire and it's snowing and they're giving each other presents um and like she gives him a box with a with a puppy in it and it's the white wolf as a puppy oh it's so cute and then it like flashes back to that same scene except it's like obviously in the future and it's like the same log and liam's there with the giant wolf like the puppy's grown up but the girl's not there and they both look so sad yeah um and then they kind of like wander a little bit more and it flashes back. And then like the last scene is so heartbreaking. It's like Liam sitting on the log and like the wolf dog just has his head rested in his lap and he's like hugging him. And there's like these beautiful like little northern lights beyond beyond them. But man. At least they have each other. At least they have each other. It's really sweet and just really sad. It would have well. been even more sad if it was the girl and Liam and the dog was gone. Yeah, <laughs> it would be sad. <laughs> but there's something very poignant about, like, Liam and this dog and, like, both of them being sad about yeah. the girl not being there. Yeah. I don't know. Really made me cry when I watched it. Aww. But I think I think it suits the song so well. Like, the sound of the song with this video is just really nice. Yeah. Um, and then the actual music video is much simpler, but it's, like, the same – or similar plot line. So it opens with Liam. I think he's in a church, perhaps. It's like black and white. There's a lot of candles around mm-hmm. him. Um, and then there's this girl wandering through like this forest trail. The classic, the classic music video girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except this time she's a brunette. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I can't get over the fact that, that like... People consistently pick the same exact girl. Yeah. I just, it blows my mind that there's no one on any team that's like, why don't we mix it up and pick someone else? Yeah. Like, I just don't understand it. I know. Well, especially because in this lyric video, they have this, like, cool pink-haired girl. Like, why didn't they find someone like that for the video? Exactly. Like, there's so (laughs) many people to pick from. So many amazing actresses to Mm -hmm. pick from. And they all go for these same looking people Mm -hmm. just really bums me out yeah um i think the funniest thing about this video to me is that the dog is um now a samoyed (laughs) (laughs) which like (laughs) it's kind of cute because it makes you think like if this is real life and then like the cartoon fantasy version like this this tiny little samoyed is like a giant wolf 
It's like when like the cat sees a lion in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I I expected them to do like a big Malamute or something, but yeah. they just did a little Samoyed, a little goofy looking Samoyed. <laughs> Um, but this girl's walking through this wood trail. It's snowing with her dog. And then it kind of flashes back and forth between her and Liam singing in the snow, making a lot of eye contact, as Stephanie said. Um, there's mm-hmm. some shots of him playing the piano, which are nice. Um, and then the ending of the video is really sweet. It's like they're both walking down the trail, like towards each other. And there's like this little like st- little like street sign. I don't know. It's very cute. Um, and they kind of walk into each other and like the dog runs ahead and like Liam greets the dog. Um, and it's like, I like how it's really similar to the lyric video, but it's like so much happier because the way it ends is like they're coming together again. Yeah. Um, it's got the hope that you like. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe this is like the lyric video ended before we like saw this ending. Right. Um, cause they also switch who has the dog cause in the lyric video, the, like Liam had the, had the dog, right? But in this one, she has him. Oh, that's like if you break up and couples have dogs and they have to pass it back and forth. I know, or only or one gets to keep it. Yeah, um, sad. Yeah, it's very sad. But um, yeah, I I really like both these videos. I think they're really cute, and I I like enjoy their simplicity. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have any other thoughts on this second video? Um, it's black and white. Did mm-hmm. you see that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Do you like that? <laughs> um, it's an artistic choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's all I have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's such a simple music video. You know, there's not like yeah. there's not like elaborate things to dissect or anything. It's just like pretty gets the point across yeah um it brings like the mood i feel yeah um so getting into the lyrics and the actual song um i put all my notes just directly into this doc because i didn't want to make a second i appreciated that okay good (laughs) sometimes when we do like song discussions we like come up with our notes and we'll put them in like a separate doc that only we can see but today i just put them in the main doc um because this isn't like necessarily a traditional song discussion episode it's kind of a christmas special (laughs) yes so merry christmas everyone (laughs) so the song opens with there's kind of four piano chords that repeat under the whole song um if anyone cares it's b flat c minor g minor and e flat um I know that because I didn't talk about the title. Oh God, I'm I'm so sorry. Always forget. (laughs) One day, I will remember. (laughs) Okay, rewind. (laughs) (laughs) The title of the song is Uh "All I Want," and then in parentheses for Christmas. Now, why do they do it like this, where they'll have a title and then they'll have a second part of the title in parentheses? It's like, what is the title? What do you want it to be called? I think is it's it like, like I think it's supposed to be it, it, like all I want, and then as like an afterthought for Christmas, or not as an afterthought. I just but don't like, get it. I like the use of parentheses in writing in general, but as titles for songs, it doesn't make sense for, to me. Really. 
I get confused. Hmm. I like it. Okay. <laughs> I think it adds like it adds a feeling. Uh-huh. But I'm like, is then are you wanting us to call this song all I want? Or no, like all I want for Christmas is like that Mariah Carey song or whatever one it is. I mean, what maybe that that's why called? they did the parentheses because they had to. Yeah. <clears throat> to but just, I feel like her song is actually distinct. just called All I Want. No, I think her I song know. is called All I Want for Christmas. When so they first, why. when he teased this, when he like, her song is called All I Want for Christmas is You. So they didn't have to do that. Now, is the is you in parentheses? None of it's in parentheses. Okay. (laughs) When I first heard this title, I definitely thought for a second that it was going to be a cover of the Mariah Carey song. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they do the parentheses. I'm trying to think of other songs that have parentheses in the title, and I can't off the top of my head. I'll start scrolling through my songs. <laughs> uh, oh, here's an ABBA song. Oh. Gimme, gimme, gimme. A Man After Midnight. Oh. Um, the Rolling Stones, <laughs> I Can't Get No, is in parentheses, and then in Satisfaction. Satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Like, why? I don't get it. Because I think it's like the parentheses part is like an addition. It's like this song is like all I want. And then additionally, it's like for Christmas, like specifically, like because he's saying like, I want this relationship back. Obviously, he doesn't Mm -hmm. only want it for Christmas, but it's like Christmas right now. So it's like all I want for Christmas. I feel like, yeah, like satisfaction. my love, parentheses, to your next lover. There you go. (laughs) See, it like adds something. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know Uh what, but... (laughs) (laughs) um any more thoughts on the title no okay so back to the chords i learned the chords because when i heard the song i immediately decided to learn it on piano because i just think it's that pretty um oh and there's also an f in some parts of the pre-chorus and at the end of the chorus um but it opens with those four chords kind of repeated very slowly. Um, and then on top, there's like a kind of tinkling melody is how I would describe it. It's like the higher keys of the piano. Um, yeah. And it's like very like, I don't know how a melody can be Christmas specific, but it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> like it it sounds. is very tinkling. It's so pretty. Mm-hmm. It's like light and like sparkly yeah and but not sparkly in a super happy way right <laughs> yeah yeah it's got that like sound to it like it's sparkling mm-hmm. and the chords underneath like are played super softly like the whole song is a very gentle quality to it yeah um and it also is a song that really lends itself well to harmonies like when i'm listening to this song i just end up singing harmonies on top of it because it's like so easy Aren't you special? <laughs> I feel like anyone who like is used to like singing harmonies, like it just lends itself very well. I'm so bad at finding harmonies. I can't do it. Really? <laughs> I can't do it at all. Well, I was thinking about this the other week. I'll be like, oh, 
where is it? Where is it? Like, just go up and up until I try to find the note. Interesting. I was thinking about this the other week because I was, because I, I'm someone who's really into harmonies and like, I I have always been able to like find harmonies pretty well. And like, I have a very musical family. So I just always assumed like, oh, I probably just like got it from like growing up in like a musical family. But I think it's specifically because like one of the first bands I got into as a child was the Indigo Girls. That was the first concert mm-hmm. I ever went to. <laughs> and everything they do is harmonies. Like everything oh. they do is harmony because it's, it's two women and like they both sing uh-huh. every song, like the whole song together. Um, uh-huh. And I'm like, that's probably why I know how to do harmonies now because I spent so many years listening to the Indigo Girls. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah cool. But I definitely would love to hear a version of this song where people are harmonizing. Um mm-hmm. Or like a version of like Liam singing the song with someone else because I just think it lends itself really nicely to harmonies. Yeah, it would be such a good duet. Like with the theme of the song too. Yeah. Like both people are feeling this kind of way. Oh, yeah. If Liam were to do this song as a duet, who would you want him to sing it with? Hmm. Harry, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> besides Harry. Um... Actually, Zayn and Liam would be a good mm-hmm. good do do well on this. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, who I would pick? Who would you pick? I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. Um, I feel like it's one of those songs where Liam sings like the high higher parts quite well. Yeah. So yeah, he really does. It would almost be nice to have someone with like a more lower, like deeper voice. So harmonizing on it. Yeah, Harry would be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you want to read the first verse of the song? Sure. Tell me where did we go wrong? We should be singing Christmas songs instead of shouting all night long like we do. We keep fighting in the street when we should be home wrapped in sheets putting presents underneath the tree for me and you. Hmm. So under this whole part, um, it's just those four piano chords um, kind of gently and slowly underneath and Liam singing. Um, And I just feel like I really love the way he sings this song. Yeah. His voice like shines through really strongly and it doesn't sound like over auto-tuned or over-edited. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What are your feelings about this verse? Um, I think it's pretty. You like get right into the sort of Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Um, we should be singing Christmas songs is like a funny because this is a Christmas song mm-hmm. and talking about singing Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I like wrapped in sheets because it's like you're wrapping presents, but wrapped in sheets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's like a cute little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, fighting in the street is a little violent for me. Yeah. For my liking. <laughs> it's like a little takes me out of it a bit because I'm like fighting in the street. Like they're doing Jesus. like karate or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, more like like if I mean I've seen like couples fighting in the street and Ooh. it's just kind of scary yeah. because like you're out in public yeah. and it's like you don't care that much like that's, right you know 
Um, mm-hmm. and, eh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and it's like him questioning like this person, like where did where did they go wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, and like <clears throat> I don't know, it's all the comparisons of what they're doing versus what they should be doing, and like right. trying to figure out what went wrong and why they're not having a good time, mm-hmm. and like how to fix that, but knowing kind of that they're not necessarily gonna fix it, I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, I really like the way I like this melody a lot um, particularly the way he kind of sings downward on the word songs and sheets it like adds yeah it just like adds something to the song I feel like it's just done really yeah. well vocally um, and the melody and the chords like work so well together I feel like there's something very like cautiously hopeful um mm-hmm with like this melody chord combo especially like um the last lines like when he says um putting presents underneath the tree for me and you like on you they go to the e flat and it's like sad but there's like this tiny like note of hopefulness in it um i just feel like the words and the um not the words the melody and the chords just like work really well together um yeah and like definitely give you like a feeling of the song even without like the lyrics telling you what it's about. Yeah. It's good when the music can match the lyrics well. Then mm-hmm. I feel like there's a harmony between that. Yes. And like you're just emotionally taking it in in all the ways and it like is cohesive and it makes sense to you. Yeah. Like and sometimes like you don't necessarily realize there's not cohesion, but you can kind of feel it. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But, like, this one, there's definitely that cohesion and, like, it's settling. Yeah, definitely. Tell me where did we go wrong? We should be singing Christmas songs Instead of shouting all night long Like we do We keep fighting in the street we should be home wrapped in the sheets Putting presents underneath the tree Me and you um, So then we have the pre-chorus Which kind of changes to a little bit of a faster piano rhythm Although it's not fast, it's just a little bit faster And the pre-chorus is I know we had our fair share of breaking up and making up I promise you will get there, so don't give up, no so I feel like this part of the song is kind of showing Liam saying, like, basically telling the person not to give up. I yeah. think the the first verse is kind of showing where they are right now, which is, like, they're in a bad place and, like, they shouldn't be. And he's kind of questioning what happened. And then the pre-chorus is him saying, like, that he doesn't want to give up on it, even though... It reminds me... I feel like I said this before. Wait, you know, finish your thought. Oh, I was going to say, even though um, they're, like, in a tumultuous place right now. And they've had some, like, trouble. Yeah, definitely. Um, It reminds me of um, Flickr. What song was I also Mm. saying that about recently, though? Um, What song were you saying sounded like Flickr? Yeah, or, like, the... 
like theme of it i feel like i said that recently but i don't know Hmm. just like there's that like when it's niall's talking about all like the bad stuff that's happening and then it's like and then there's a flicker of hope Mm, like mm -hmm. this feels like that flicker of hope in the pre-chorus right um and then into the chorus and it just yeah it's sort of got a similar structure to how flicker goes i guess right yeah because he says i promise you we'll get there yeah I know we had our fair share of breaking up and making up. I promise you will get there, so don't give up, no. Yeah, and then we get to the chorus, which um, is still just the piano, but there's there's maybe some like bass like in the background that would be hard to pick out. Um, do you want to read the chorus? Sure. If we can make it through December, maybe we'll make it through forever. Because all I want for Christmas is you and me to fix this. If we can make it through December, every new year we'll be together. Baby, all I want for Christmas is you and me to fix this. I really love his vocals on this chorus specifically. When he says, if we can make it through December, they're like very raw sounding. You Mm, can kind of hear his voice like crack a little bit. Um, and this is a really fun chorus to sing not fun but like enjoyable like the way he sings it is very um I don't know how to describe it but I feel like it's not like belty but it's kind of belty (laughs) like you can kind of sing along to it with like a lot of power Um, yeah especially when you're comparing it to other songs on his album Mm-hmm. Like this one in particular, I think has that quality to it. Yeah, yeah, you can kind of just like sing loudly along to it. Yeah, um, and also um, this chorus. So it ends on an F, which is like the first time. Other than like, the, so the pre-chorus ends on an F, and then also the chorus ends on an F, and it like gives you that feeling of wanting to go back to the beginning and hear the like B flat again because mm-hmm. that's like the home chord. Um, like you're so smart. I don't know any of this. <laughs> like when you're listening to the song, next time you listen to it, like you can listen for this. But okay. the chorus ends like, um, "Is you and all I want for Christmas is you and me to fix this." And then there's like an F, which kind of it just feels like unfinished, and you mm-hmm. like automatically like want to hear that B flat again so it can feel finished. Just like their relationship is unfinished. Mm-hmm. Um, but that repeats sort of at the end of the song too. I think it's like, it's definitely employed well in this song. Mm-hmm. Um, and like after the chorus, it kind of goes back to the like tinkling melody, um, mm-hmm. like before you get into the the second verse. Um, but lyrically, what do you think of this chorus? I think it's interesting because it's more hopeful here, but at the same time, it almost seems like for for like the person in the relationship it's hopeful but for the person who's looking from the outside it just seems like a fantasy this is yeah a fantasy Mm -hmm. like saying as if you can just like get through december then everything will like solve be solved and you'll be able to go forever like you just need to get through this hard time Mm -hmm. and then every new year we'll be together it's like um I don't know. It's like you just think once you get this past this one part, it'll be okay. But right. there's always the next hurdle. Yeah. And 
but you know liam's so concentrated on just like this one thing Mm -hmm. and like wanting to make it good that he can't see any like future problems that even if they do get through this period like it doesn't necessarily mean the problems are all just going to go away completely you know yeah yeah it's very short-sighted yeah yeah exactly like instead of being like you know let's just make it through december and like see how things go it's like (laughs) if we make it through december we'll be together forever (laughs) like yeah i don't know yeah i feel like it's very um it's very similar to like a lot of those kind of christmas like love songs where it's like this heightened like this time of heightened emotion and like this time where you like want to kind of like believe in fantasy a little bit and like feel like there's like some kind of magic um yeah it reminds me of like another another brandy carlisle song called um the heartache can wait where she says um what is it it's like um if love isn't enough then stay with me because the heartache can wait because it's like it's like christmas time yeah but yeah i feel like this is a very like specific kind of christmas sad christmas song sentiment yeah 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 and also i think it's it's too like like december is also like winter so kind of talking about like if we can like get through like the winter like the dark time like it's like harder you know sometimes stuff just like harder in the winter like we can make it yeah we can be but yeah then the short-sightedness of like if we can make it through december then every new year we'll be together (laughs) forever yeah (laughs) yeah it's definitely yeah fantasy um what you were saying before about like the person in the relationship feeling hopeful but like from the outside it seeming more like yeah unrealistic (laughs) yeah makes me think of the music videos and how they're like quite different I feel like yeah the second music video with Liam in it is kind of that that like first perspective of the person still in the relationship feeling hopeful like it ends like yeah they come together and like maybe everything's gonna be okay and then the lyric video where it ends with him alone with the dog and the girl's just gone is more like the outside perspective of like yeah reality realistic what actually happens yeah Mm -hmm. if we can make it through december maybe we'll make it through forever Christmas it's you and me to fix this if we can make it through December every new year we'll be together baby all I want for Christmas is you and me to fix this um so we then go to the second verse and that one is it hasn't been the greatest year but through thick and thin, we made it here. Just keep holding on to me, and I'll hold you. But we made it through the hardest part, and I followed you, the brightest star. I just want to be where you are, right where you are. This is like the saddest portion of the song, I feel. Mm-hmm. There's like a desperation to it. Um, like he's kind of like begging in a way. Like I feel he's like, but we've like, but through thick and thin, we made it here. Like. We made it through the hardest part. Like, we've gone through this. Like, I've followed you. Kind of like, you know, it has to work now. Like, we've already, like, been through so much for it to just Mm -hmm. fall apart now. 
Yeah, it's kind of sad to get that reality check that it hasn't been the greatest year. It's like their problems aren't just starting this Christmas season. Unless Mm -hmm. like the greatest year could mean like outside problems. Mm -hmm. But it feels like they've also just been relationship wise Mm -hmm. having a really tough year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and yet still he's still wanting to continue it, even though it's been rough for a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I really like the last line, too, of him saying, I just want to be where you are, right where you are. It's yeah. just, like, very straight to the point and just, like, honest. Like, I just want to be like where you like are. It feels like a really close relationship where they're so reliant on each other. Mm-hmm. So it's so hard to, like, detach yourself and, like, pull all your roots out. Mm-hmm. And, like, not wanting to face that, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, this is the line where the strings come in, um, or the the verse so when he sings but we made it through the hardest part that's where the strings start um i think it's like violin and like maybe some cello um and then they kind of stay till the end of the song um my favorite line i think is when he says just keep holding on to me and i'll hold you Mm -hmm. i feel like it's kind of unexpected um it like really like hit me and it's like simplicity um because I think when I was listening to it, I guess I would have expected it to be like, just keep holding on to me and I'll keep holding you or something or I'll keep holding on to you yeah. or something. But the way it just kind of goes and I'll hold you. Yeah. It's not like part of a rhyme. It's just kind of there. Yeah. It feels like heavy and um, effective. Yeah. I like when artists like do something a little jarring and unexpected where like it's following a pattern and then it breaks that Mm -hmm. and that's makes an impact Mm -hmm. yeah definitely um also the last line of this when he says the i just want to be where you are right where you are um it really like shows off his vocal ability because the first part he does in like this kind of like growl voice and then it like goes into falsetto it's my favorite is it yeah, it's really cool. I love the gruffness of his voice. Mm-hmm. And then into, like, the pretty high stuff. It's like he's very versatile, mm-hmm. and I want to see that more. Yeah. I think Harry does this type of thing well, where he yes. balances, like, all that really vocal acrobatics. And Liam can do it as well, and we see it right here. Yeah, definitely. I think Liam does it so well, and he has, like that way of of singing like really low and growly and then also singing like beautiful falsetto and I love that it's showcased in this song and I feel like we don't we haven't gotten growly Liam that much Mm -mm. we have gotten falsetto Liam Mm -hmm. but like the sort of gruffness that I heard in this song yeah was sort of like new I felt yeah that reminds me of, um, I think it was in the Jesse Ware podcast interview he did where he was talking about when he was first starting out, he like didn't understand that he had a vocal range, like the vocal range that he did. He didn't know that he could like mm-hmm. sing falsetto. And I think it was moments that they were recording and whoever he was with oh. told him to like sing this one line in like a falsetto and he like tried it and was like, oh, that sounds amazing. And, like, he literally oh, didn't know, dang. like, until that moment that he could, like, actually sing That's like that. That's so interesting. Right? Wow. Yeah. I feel like we've seen, like, 
all the boys' voices, like, evolve in really dramatic ways, yeah. like, sense One Direction. So much. Like, Niall, so much. Yeah. 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 And Harry, we never got falsetto from Harry until solo Harry. Right. Yeah, like, that's true. Amazing. Yeah. Um, one last thing about this verse is that, um, well, this kind of happens a couple of times throughout the song, but when they go from the chorus into this verse, it kind of goes from like the fuller chorus sound to just those quiet um, four chords and like the tinkling melody. Um, and then when it goes back into the verse and it's just the four piano chords, it has this like quality of sounding silenced and it like sounds like like snow or like you're in a snowy mm. environment. Yes. Like you know when you're out in snow and there's that feeling of like things being silenced or like tamped down. Yes. I feel like this song it's literally like, sounds like, you're like that. In like a, a room with like mattresses everywhere or something. Yeah. Yeah. I like love that when you're outside and it's so like quiet mm-hmm. and especially if you're like lying in the snow and like right the snow absorbs sound i swear mm-hmm. yeah but i feel like this song like literally sounds like that because it, the mm-hmm. those four piano chords just have that quality where like i think they play them so silently and like kind of damped dampened um yeah and they must do that on purpose because it just works yeah. really well especially with like the music videos with the snow mm-hmm. it's um I don't know what I don't know what word there is for that. Uh, I feel like damn. in um in Switched On Pop they they use text painting, but that's when the lyrics reflect oh, yeah. what's happening in the music. Mm. But this is more like the music reflecting like what could be happening in the story of Visually. the song. Yeah, I don't know. Hasn't been the greatest year But through thick and thin we made it here Just keep holding on to me And I'll hold you But we made it through the hardest part And I followed you the brightest star I just want to be where you are Right where you are Um, so then we get to the second pre-chorus and chorus, which are the same, except they have strings this time. Um, I do really like in the second half of the chorus when he's when he sings, if we can make it through December, the strings start to go higher and higher on each line until the last line, which is you and me, is you and me to fix this. Um, the like violin or whatever it is just like goes higher and higher and higher. And I feel like that's really pretty. Um, and then at the end of that line, after that kind of like dramatic um, like building of the strings, there's like a tiny break in the music. And it like just goes from very dramatic to like quiet and delicate again. I know we've had a fish, yeah. We're breaking up, yeah, making up. But I promise you'll get there So don't give up, no, don't If we can make it through December Maybe we'll make it through forever Cause all I want for Christmas 
strings on this song and they play with like the dynamics of how the music sounds Mm -hmm. and it's unique in different parts yeah and not just sort of the same thing all the way across Mm -hmm. um it makes it feel like there was a lot of thought put into it which i appreciate yeah for sure um yeah the strings it's not like they just like added like random string tracks in right because they're like oh we need some string like slap some strings on there like they were obviously exactly. recorded specifically to fit this actual music yeah. and really well thought out. Yeah. Um, yeah, the guys who worked on this song, Phil Cook, the producer, and then I think it was, um, what's his name, something Newman, because um, he was also credited on a lot of the instruments. Um, I'm assuming, like, they put all of that in. Um, yeah. I think they're, like... At least Phil Cook is like a, you know, musician, musician. So, <laughs> wait, were these two guys on any of the other songs on no. Liam's album? Or this no? is the only no. one they okay. contributed. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I know it does make you wonder, like, because Liam is also credited on this song, so mm-hmm. it does make you wonder, like, who when this when like these kinds of this kind of music, it's like who brought what to who, you know? Right. And it shows you how much influence, like, the p- people who are working on the song has oh, yeah. on, like, what the whole so- song sounds like. Right. If, if someone who, if, like, the artist isn't sure what yet they want to make. Right. You know? I feel like Harry, yes, his producers bring stuff, but maybe he's more at the helm of what he wants. Mm-hmm. Same with Niall. Mm-hmm. But if someone like Liam's has said like he wasn't sure exactly what he wanted, then you're going to get something different with a lot of different people. Yeah. Because they're going to bring their own thing. Definitely. Well, yeah, because when you have artists who are really heavily involved in like every aspect of writing each song, um, they're like creating something from start to finish. Like when Harry writes his songs, he's creating it from start to finish. Like I think Niall is the same kind of writer like he comes Mm -hmm. up with a concept of a song and then he comes up with a melody and then he comes up with the words and then he decides how he wants that to actually sound like on track and everyone who's working with him has an influence and they can bring tips and like give him ideas if he's like stuck but it's like his kind of vision um whereas a lot of pop songs like liam's included um that's not how they're written like they will have people have writing sessions where maybe one group of people has like come up with this song and they kind of chop it around and then the person who wants to record it will either add their own stuff to it or they'll just take it as is mm-hmm. and record it right. and then some totally other person will produce it um, or the people who wrote it will produce it um, or like they'll come with a song and then like Louise talked about um, when he wrote Two of Us like these guys had already had like come in with a song and he connected with it really well. And then he ended up kind of finishing it with them. So, like, yeah. in the end, it was a collaborative process. But, like, he didn't start the process. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. But, like, with a song like this, because you see the writers and producers. Like, Phil Cook is the producer. And he also was a writer. And, like, based on his other work. Um, you know, when you see, like, that there's, like, the strings on this and stuff. And the piano. And, like, when you look at the credits. um those guys are credited on like instrumentals like um james newman i feel like i'm saying his name wrong i know the last name is newman but i don't know is it james newman 
Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to go back and see because I don't want to just be saying the wrong name the whole time. <laughs> Mr. Newman. <laughs> it is James Newman. Um, and Samuel Preston is the third guy. But um, he's credited on like the piano and background vocals. So it's like mm-hmm. they probably had a demo of this song. Liam probably liked it. Maybe he contributed some of the lyrics as well and like recorded uh-huh. his vocal track. And then it was probably given to like Phil Cook. And then with his own team, he like wrote, wrote, recorded the strings and put those on, like recorded the piano and mm-hmm. like put that on and like actually kind of crafted the song. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm like super interested in this stuff and I always wish we could get more of a glimpse into how things like this are created. Um, yeah. Especially with artists like, like with Liam, I'm like, I would, I really want to know like what, what part did he have in this song? Like, did he right. contribute any of the lyrics? Like what was, what were his like feelings about it? Like, why did he decide to record it? Like, I want to know all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's why I like listening to the, and the writer is podcast, even though I haven't listened to many episodes, mm-hmm. but mostly like just listening to Julia Michaels talk about her songwriting process yeah. and like how she writes for a ton of other artists. And sometimes she'll be like, oh yeah, we got this artist on and then we like change the verses to their own verses. But like she loved the original verse that they had, but that mm-hmm. never sees the light of day right. because it was changed by the artist who got the song. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Another really good one is um, Song Exploder. They'll have like an artist on to like dissect one of their songs. Um, they did one. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they did one with Hosier and his song... Um, I'm blanking. It was like the last big song he put out. Move? Nina Cried Power. Nina. I love that one. Yeah. Um, but they went into like the whole like how he wrote the song and Wait, what how is he it recorded it. Song Exploder. Song Exploder. Yeah. It's also one of those podcasts that's like done in a way where um, – they'll interview someone but then they take the questions out so like you mostly just hear the artist talking the whole time interesting um but it's really fun they've had a lot of big people on um and they'll usually pick a song that's like not the um artist's like most popular song um but yeah they've had sleater kenny bonnie bear robin mountain goats Mm mm-hmm yeah Mumford and Sons Janelle Monet. yeah a lot of big names so yeah it's a fun cool. one but anyways um back to the song after we get that chorus we have the bridge which is just um repeated all I want but it's like uh uh all I want um and then in this part they add some little jingle bell sounds (laughs) did you notice that christmasy (laughs) um probably at the time that i yeah didn't have it like in my head now (laughs) yeah it's basically it's that tinkling piano melody um from the top of the song except there's like this kind of jingle bell sound layered Uh. over over the keys um and also like a lot of the vocals are layered as well. Uh, 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 
And then it ends with an outro, which is basically the chorus and the bridge kind of mashed up. Um, and then it ends on that F key and um, like with the fuller sound of the strings mm-hmm. towards the end of the song. And then like ending on that F, like it makes you want to hear the like B flat and the tinkling again. Like that's what happened yeah. in the bridge because it's like you heard the chorus and then it ended on the F and then it went into the bridge and then, like, the song ends and, like, you want to hear that again. It's a good circular song. Yeah. And then if you start the song from the beginning, that's what you get. It's, it's like, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, like, you can, you want to, or at least when I listen to it, I just want to listen to it over and over again because it, like, ends and then you want to hear that mm-hmm. beginning, that beginning again mm-hmm. um, to make it feel, like, complete. Um, I feel like this is a really nice song to listen to on repeat I think it's like pleasant and like it doesn't get annoying Uh at least to me but um yeah that's that song do you have any other like wrap-up thoughts on all I want for Christmas I hope that Liam next year does a whole Christmas album me too and he can put like this one a couple of his own like often artists do like three or four of their own songs and then a whole bunch of covers Mm -hmm. I feel like he would do such a good job with that and I would love to hear more not that I've listened to this one that much but I feel like there's potential for some good songs from him Mm -hmm. Christmas themed and good covers as well love a good cover so he should do a mashup with the Mariah Carey "All I Want for Christmas Is You" yes. song, and like make somehow make this upbeat, make this turn into a happy song, have a happy ending. Yeah, that would be cute. Exactly. Yeah, I would also love him to to do a Christmas album. I wish that he would have just done a Christmas album this year. Um, yeah, he did do a cover of "Let It Snow" on Spotify. There's like a series of songs called. I forget what it's called. Something like Spotify Sessions. But it's different artists covering holiday songs. And he did Let It Snow. Um, I hate that I don't have Spotify, like, subscribe. Because I, I miss out on all that stuff. Why do you do and Apple like, Music? Because that's, we have, like, the family plan. Oh, you don't have to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's a good it. reason. Yeah, I like it, that I have Apple Music because that's like what I'm used to and like that's what I know. Right. But then like you don't get the stuff on Spotify. But then like when there's mm-hmm. Apple Music documentaries, I get those. So I like those. Mm-hmm. So it's like right. you want one place that has all of it. Oh, yeah. You can't do your wrapped. The Spotify no, wrapped. they had um, iTunes had one, though. Oh, good. They did one this year. Who was your top artist? Casey Musgraves for the <laughs> whole year album so much wow. not the Christmas one not the Christmas one yeah just the regular album that's so interesting yeah but I know sometimes it's like off because like it'll say like a team is one of the most played songs but that's because like mm. it comes on every time you get in the damn car so yeah it counts that and I'm like right I didn't listen to that song at all this year I saw a lot of people um sharing theirs that was like you listened the most to Boxed Fan, <laughs> like what like white that? like white noise tracks. Oh. Like people would put, there's this tweet right. where this girl was like, I had to put this track on because like I don't know she's sleeping in a hotel with her mom and she was snoring or something, uh-huh. so she would like play that like white noise track all night. Yeah, and then the Spotify rap was like 
boxed fan was your most listened to (laughs) that would happen to me like with um when i go back a couple years ago i would always play Nora jones's album Mm. um like that what is it called a really popular one like when i would go to sleep and it would play for a couple hours Uh and that like now is all over my most listened songs for that year right like those couple years because it would just go on repeat for for like hours so yeah yeah i leave my radio playing for my dogs a lot of the time as well Mm -hmm. so i feel like a lot of mine isn't super accurate but my most listened to artist was zane which i think is accurate yeah Um, that makes sense because he had icarus falls come out last year and i have listened to that a lot and my artist of the decade was one direction oh i don't have i don't know my artist of the decade i bet it will be one direction or harry yeah my top artists were were zane maren morris king princess hosier and brandy carlisle that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i know i sent pictures to my family at some point really was there yeah i'm trying to scroll to see where it was a while ago that I the Apple Music did it a while ago so mm. and like it was weird it didn't just like come up on your Apple Music you had to like put in your account and then go online and like do this stuff <clears throat> oh really yeah um like and I know it said something about like Zane's I had listened to multiple times but like I checked my app thing that also is the counter and, and it's like you listened to that song like two times and for some reason it was saying like I had listened like a whole bunch more times than mm. I actually had. Interesting. So I feel like it was messed up. Yeah. Um, I can't find it. I saw this funny um, tweet that said something like, me looking at other people's wrapped uh, like posts, like, boring, who cares? And then me posting <laughs> my own. People will care about this as I'm the protagonist <laughs> of life. <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> Okay, here's mine. It says Casey Musgraves, Taylor Swift, Maren Morris, Julia Michaels, Harry Styles. Cute. I love that, that we both sense. have Maren Morris. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I. Her stuff is just so good. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode. I think we'll wrap it up here. Uh, oh, left- and Emily King is up oh. there. Sorry. <laughs> It says Golden Hour was my number one album, then Scenery by Emily King. Ooh. You know, I. And then Icarus Falls. That's where it says I listen to Icarus Falls, but I know I didn't listen to that album. It says that's my third most listened to album. Really? And then Lover, and then Inner Monologue by Julian Michaels, and then Muna Saves the World. Interesting. So I don't know how it counted Zane wrong. I don't know if I, like, restarted some songs, like, weirdly. Because then, like, you check the other way that the other app I have, and it's like, you've listened to this album, like, once. Mm. So I don't really know. But I feel like some of those Zane songs you really liked. Like Rainberry. I to them. Maybe I listened to Rainberry. And I, um, what's the other one? Uh, Sour Diesel. Oh, yeah. I listened to Sour Diesel. But, like, I would, I listened to it maybe for, like, two weeks period but not mm. enough where it would outbeat the ones i listen to months on end every single day you know like it doesn't make sense to me yeah like, there's no way i listen to there's some kind of glitch 
Yeah. Or like it counts it in a weird way. Like if you listen mm. to one song, it's saying this is your most listened to album, even though like, mm-hmm. I don't know. So I don't know how Apple Music does yeah. it. It's annoying, though, that it can't be exactly how like you want it to be done. Yeah, I know. Do you have any more? Anything else no, you want to share? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I <laughs> cut you off. Before she interrupts me like, again. All right. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't mean to end so abruptly um yeah so that is it from us for today um thank you for listening to episode 203 of talk direction you can find us on twitter at talk underscore direction email us at talkdirection at gmail.com find us on tumblr at talkdirection.tumblr.com or on instagram at talkdirection. And you can follow us individually. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Lucia O, spelled L-U-C-C-I-A-O-H. And Caitlin, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Caitlin I.R. Foster. And Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Make sure and check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash talkdirection, where on tddl today talk direction down low we're doing our fanfic book club episode and we read a christmas themed fic this uh week it was so christmas very cute i can't handle it it might involve a christmas tree farm um yes so yeah if you want to read fic and (laughs) geek out with us about it (laughs) that's what we do over on tddl um among other things so um check it out (laughs) patreon.com slash talk direction you can subscribe to this podcast on itunes and leave us a review over there to help more people discover the show you can also listen on soundcloud and anywhere else you get podcasts i'm lucia and i'm caitlin thank you so much for listening i hope you all have a lovely solstice um holiday week And we'll see you next time for episode 204. Bye. Bye. This song, um, when we wrote this song, we went for more of like a sad Christmas song because there's not really like many sad ones. We're still uplifting because it's Christmas. And it's just the idea of like, everyone puts a lot of pressure on themselves that time of year for it to be like really happy. And sometimes you're not really that happy, so you don't want to force it. And it's like, but if we can make it through this bit, we'll probably be all right. Because this is the most tense part of the year when everyone's, you know, frantically Christmas shopping, trying to figure out the perfect day and everything's got to go right now. We cook the turkey right and whatever else. But the real thing is the happiness within your little camp, your little family, whatever it is, that's what matters. So that's what this song's really about. Making up, I promise you will get there. So don't give up, no. If we can make it through December.